Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the South Bay Show, South Bay Spotlight. On February 28th, 2019, the last day of February, live, love, laugh, and leave a legacy. That's what we do here in the South Bay of Los Angeles, and it's a really beautiful place to do just that. The South Bay Show is brought to you by the Academy of Foreign Languages. If you have any interest in learning a new language or brushing up on existing language skills, you should know about the Academy of Foreign Languages. Located in Palos Verdes, the Academy of Foreign Languages specializes in the art of communication. Their mission is to provide the finest language instruction possible. They recognize that each student has distinctive needs and craft their teaching technique to optimize an individual's particular learning skills. At the Academy of Foreign Languages, they strive to create a comfortable environment conducive to learning. So whether you're learning a new language or would simply like to converse in your native tongue, the Academy of Foreign Languages can accommodate you. For additional information, visit their website at academyofforeignlanguages.com, that's all spelled out, or call 310-975-4133. I'm your host, Joe Terry, and you can read all about our many adventures on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash The South Bay Show. Persistence, passion, principle, and purpose, that's what we talk about here on The South Bay Show And, of course, I'm not alone because of our great partnership with South Bay by Jackie.com and executive producer of the South Bay show, Jackie Balestra. Hey, Jackie, how are you doing today? I am well this morning. We got a little little more rain. Did you you get some rain? Just a little. Oh, yeah. Just a little. Yeah, Yeah. just a little. Yeah. (laughs) Not enough to be concerned uh, about. Yeah, not like we had – Earlier in the month, geez, yeah. that that rain was yeah. that rain was bibli- that rain was biblical. That was nutty. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. So, so this well, show I gotta t- is oh yeah, go ahead. What? No, no, no. no. What, Jackie? What is this show about? Uh, this and that. We're doing a this, this and that. that. This and okay. that. Yeah, it's kind of a new thing. I mean. Um, you know, every so often we do a show where we run through the uh, uh, schedule of upcoming events. You know, for my weekend guy that comes out every Thursday. Um, but today mm-hmm. is just going to be a little bit, a little bit of this and that. Um, one of the things I wanted to talk about was uh, yesterday I went to the Manhattan Beach State of the City address uh, mm-hmm. at the Joplin yeah. Center. It, it was uh, hosted by the Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce. Our friends over at the Commerce uh, Chamber uh, hosted mm-hmm. it, and um, you know, I have to tell you, if you want to know 
what's going on in your town, uh, the state of the city is just the perfect opportunity to to learn everything right. you need to know. Um, right. You know, I go to them. I don't go to every one every year. You know, I occasionally go to one here and there. And um, boy, yesterday's was 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 really good. Uh, Kelly Stroman, our producing partner on the Friday show, president CEO of the chamber. Um, she did the opening remarks and uh, had had all the players uh, in the city mm-hmm. uh, there to, mm-hmm. to to share their information. You know, from the mayor, public works, uh, Manhattan Beach Unified School District. Uh, you know, just uh, you know, and it, every I think originally everybody was supposed to have ten minutes, but of course everybody goes over because there's so much information to give. But I learned I learned a lot. I learned a ton of stuff. Um, some of it was very surprising. Um, mm. Some of it was really exciting. You know, really exciting. You know, <laughs> you know no, seriously. I, I mean, you always, you always, you always are able to glean a couple of nuggets at these things. Um, you know, the city manager put up pie charts. You know, where the city of Manhattan Beach, where their where their funds come from. You know, and, right. and a big a big chunk of the pie is property taxes, and you know, there's just you know so much from sales tax and uh, you know citations and uh, you know other things, permits and things like that. But it's interesting to see where the city you know gets its money from. You know, and obviously every city is different, um, but they show you where the money comes from, and then another pie chart showing you how the money is spent. Which again is very interesting. Um, the biggest chunk of Manhattan Beach goes to salaries and pensions. Mm-hmm. You know, when I say big big chunk, I mean a big chunk, like forty percent or something. You know, um, mm-hmm. so 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 yeah, it's just it's you know general knowledge stuff. You know, um, but but very interesting. Uh, one of the things I was surprised about was uh, the M- uh, MBUSD. Uh, uh, ch- uh, President, chairman of the Manhattan Beach Unified School, um, I can't remember his title, Dr. Doctor hmm. something. Um, in Manhattan Beach, the school enrollment has declined the last, the last couple of years. Hmm. Um, they, they said they're down about, I think he said 500 students, um, which is interesting. But he said, you know, they, he thinks, they, they think it's because, you know, the rising property values in Manhattan Beach, it's so expensive to live there. That young families, you know, can't can't afford to live there. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was interesting. You know, I, you know, I I love I love getting these little, you know, bits of information. You remember several years ago we had the president of the was it the Redondo Beach Unified School District, and he gave mm-hmm. us a stat that I'm still quoting to this day because I find it amazing that only only 15 percent of Redondo Beach homes have school aged children in. Yeah, wow. Which, which is that's that's huge, isn't it? I I I would have loved to to find out what Manhattan Beach's percentage was, um, but but right. he didn't give that. But but their their enrollment is down. Um, you know, and he also talked about uh, you know tech in the classroom. Um, you know, mm-hmm. you know what 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 students have back in back in the day that used to have computer labs, they don't have those anymore. You know, computers are a part of their you know it part of their day-to-day in, in school now it's not just mm-hmm. you know a class where you learn how to use it um so so yeah it was all really really interesting um the mayor discussed 
uh, measure that's on the ballot regarding the the TOT, the transient occupancy tax in Manhattan Beach. I I think it's currently at at 10. Um, The mayor originally wanted to bump it up to 14, but there's a measure saying uh, on the ballot that the residents can vote for it and push it up to 12, um, which will bring it even with surrounding cities. So mm-hmm. yeah, so there's you know, and and as you and I know, but what a lot of people don't know is that that TOT tax goes directly back to the city, unlike other other things that the city funds, where it'll go either regional or state level, and it trickles down. They get a piece of it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so it was just a lot of lot a lot a lot of good information. Um, Again, if you want to know what's going on in your town, go to a State of the City address, and the Chamber did a really lovely job of hosting it yesterday. Um, right. Yeah. So that that was that was good. That was good. I, I don't know. Do you do you get to the State of the Cities ever? I do, but not for a little while. I mean, the, my last you know few years with the the microgreens business and other things right. that I've been involved with have kept me very busy. But you really did uh, – you did a great report there. I thought there were a lot of things uh, that I learned, and I I think that the uh, enrollment dropping by – did you say 500? Is, I, is... I, think, I, I think he said we're down about 500 the last couple of years. I think that's what he said. Right. It was 500, I, right. think, but I think it was over the last couple of years. That is that is so significant. Now, <clears throat> I assume though, Jackie, that only affects you know elementary school because the high school has the option to accept students from the wider community, you know, other parts of Redondo and and farther out. I mean, lots of people want their high school students to go to Miracosta High School, so they have to limit the number of students that they accept on what what is called permit no, from other locations. No, it's not. No, no, it wasn't the high school. It was elementary and middle school. Right. Um, they, they, right. you know, they had a list up. They had, they had a list up of how many elementary schools. I think there's only one middle school, one high school, but there's about eight, six or eight elementary schools. But yeah, those are, right. those numbers are down. I know, I know Miracosta because Hermosa doesn't have a high school. So kids from Hermosa right. can choose to opt to go to either Miracosta or Redondo Union. Right. Um, right. You know, so it's not, it's not the high school. It's, it's the little kids, you know, it's the, the, the kids in the school, uh, elementary school, elementary school, and middle school, you right. know, as I, as I said, right. he, he said they think it's because young families can't afford to live in Manhattan beach, you know? Right. Right. Well, that is that is certainly kind of troubling because I mean, obviously, you know, you and I both know that these secondary education uh, and lower schools struggle mightily for funds for different programs that they want for their children. So they have to have all these fundraisers. There's always, you know, the local uh, education foundation is doing tremendous work. But I mean, there's there's there are limits to how much money an education foundation can raise. And so this is, this is interesting. Okay. Well, 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 wait, well, wait, that was something else that he mentioned was um, the amount of funds that schools get is based on public schools. Uh, It's based on how many 
oh shoot, I'm I'm, I'm searching for the right word. Um, uh, uh, poor kids are are enrolled in uh-huh. the school. Uh, what's the what? word I'm looking for? Uh, ki- uh, below the poverty line. Uh, kids that oh. are be live below the poverty line. When uh, you know the schools have to report to the the state, this is how many kids we right. have in, enrolled. And Manhattan Beach ha- has a very few of them, so they're getting. Right. They get. I think they're, he said they were number two from the bottom. They get less money than than all the other you know uh, schools in the state because they don't have a lot of kids below the poverty line, and those are the schools that get right. the funds. They get more funds. Right. 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 Uh, Right. You know, so so their so their Ed Foundation has to raise money for everything. You know. Right. Right. Yeah, I guess the, I guess the, the more similar. affluent your community, the, the more affluent right. your community, the less you get in 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 state money for for your schools. So, um, mm-hmm. I don't know. That whole system seems a little wonky to me. You know, somebody might have to <laughs> start rethinking right. that. But wait. The most exciting thing I heard yesterday at the State of the City address, and I think you're totally going to be into this, because, A, I had never heard anything about it before. I would never heard anything like it before, and it's already underway. Um, They are – the city of Manhattan Beach, I guess a couple of years ago, came up with a fiber master plan. Now, do you know what that is? Have you heard of that? Um. I, if it has anything to do with the uh, fiber optic cabling, I think I do. So the city of Manhattan Beach came up with this idea to do a pilot program. I think they said it was someplace uh, – they gave the parameters. I think it's someplace near the sand section or in the sand section. Not the whole city yet. They're doing a pilot program where they're going to lay this fiber so the city can provide – the, uh, service, uh, internet service, you know, your, 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 your cable, your phone, your, your internet, your, you know, all that stuff to right. see if it works because they were talking about how much everybody pays, you know, your, when you have the bundle or, or Verizon or whoever you get your service from, I mean, my bill is $200 a month. I have a bundle, Yeah. you know, the phone, yeah. the phone cable, it's almost two hundred dollars a month. It's like one hundred eighty nine dollars a month. Um, but but they were mentioning, you know, when when something happens and you call Verizon, they can't get out there. Whereas in their city, they could have somebody there the same day, maybe within the hour, you know, because it's only mm-hmm. the city is only what four, four miles by four miles or something. So mm-hmm. basically, creating a utility, um, a local city owned utility, which I guess mm-hmm. would also generate income for the city. You know that's right. that's one of the things is you know they they talk about you know you run a city you need you need money right um, so right. cities are always looking for ways to generate more ink uh, you know funds for them for them and so yeah so this thing is already underway I mean they're already working on it it's not up and running yet so I just thought that was so interesting you know I think it was the I think it was the public works person that was talking about this. And she was like, mm-hmm. you know, we have our – she said it would be maintenance. You know, they'd have a division to maintenance this, and because it's the city's so small, when service calls come in, they can be there pretty quick. And mm-hmm. and you wouldn't pay any near as much as you're paying to the big service providers. So what do you that think of that? Is, that is amazing and very 
forward looking because um, when you have a local utility like that, you know, they're very close. I mean, obviously, City Hall or whatever, they're very close and going to be very responsive and not going to be, you know, obviously, customer services <laughs> right there. Um, that's fantastic. Very, very, very interesting. Um, wow. I, and I had not heard of that. I, I've never heard of anything quite like that, a, you know, a small municipality doing that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have never heard of that before. Uh, that's interesting. They're estimating, what, 5.6 mil for the build-out, but um, they're going to have bids starting this coming month, the 18th of uh, March. Is yeah, the and the other thing, they, yeah, there was something else uh, they were talking about that they were. Uh, now, I'm not fluent in gigabytes or megabytes or whatever, but mm. they were saying, mm. you know, with Verizon or ATT, whatever, you get this many. They said they're going to start, I think, at, at, it's one gig. Is it? Does that sound right? I think he said yeah. we'll have a full gig. All right. That is unbelievable i mean normally the well now this is this is the thing jackie other countries uh like korea in particular is very uh connected in major metropolitan areas there are uh commonly these kinds of services at the one gig level but typically what you'll hear on the tv is 100 megabytes so you'll typically say oh 100 megabytes that's fast well that's not that fast in today's world. Today's world, in other countries, in Europe, in Asia, they have much, much faster services in some places in the U.S., but rarely. Um, and so that's really good. That's well. You know, well, my, 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 I'm sorry. My, I just wanted my to, service. To put it, oh, go ahead. Uh, go ahead. No, well, go I ahead. just, I just wanted for 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 people to to have a sense of of scale when you have a network in your home like Ethernet, that's normally 10 gig. So one gig to the home is 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 not that bad. I mean, that's getting now, you're getting where the networking uh, throughout a city is the same as a tenth of the networking in a business or in a home. Your home network is like a 10 gig network. So one gig to the house from the outside, the greater uh, internet is is fantastic. Well, you know, with my my service, when I ordered it up, um, I pay extra for more mm. more. What do you call it? Bandwidth. Yeah. What do you call it? Yeah, I I, yeah, I pay. Absolutely. They have different. They have different. They have different levels, and mm. I'm at the top because you know I do everything on the internet, right? I have to have everything you know moving fast. So right. so I, I I pay a premium for that. Um, anyway, so yeah, so a lot of really, really interesting, uh, information that at this state of the city, that was very, very informative. I think I know more about the city of Manhattan beach now than most of the residents do because they all weren't there. They all weren't there. Uh, They had, it was, it was at the Jocelyn center. It was standing room only, you know, uh, uh, I don't know, 300 people maybe. Um, right. But they have what do they have thirty thirty six thousand thirty eight thousand uh, population in that city. So um, I yes I think it's safe to say I know more about the city than most of the residents. So <laughs> well, and I, I obviously have sense. to keep on top of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. Um, yeah. 
great, and oh, it's and wonderful you, to see. Hmm? I think they videotaped it, so um, you can. I'm sure you can go online, either the city and mm-hmm. or the chamber. I'm sure the chamber will have it, um, and and you get a link and you can watch the whole thing. It was supposed to be two hours. It went it went over two hours. So, uh, but yeah, you know, we're all about staying informed, right? Right, 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 right. Wonderful. There's there's a lot of great stuff going on. Um, now, uh, what are we going to talk about next? Well, I just wanted to mention our friends from the Doma Group. You know, Greg Gilman? Yes. You know, our friends, they occasionally give us King's tickets. Um, <laughs> uh, Greg's assistant called me yesterday. And she's like, yeah, we're going to do a giveaway. We were wondering if you could mention it on the show. And I said, yeah, absolutely. You know, and she's like, we'll do a write-up. We'll tag you. I said, yeah, absolutely. So I got the tag and stuff. And just before we went on air this morning, I, I text Greg, and I was like, are we still giving away tickets? And he was like, yeah, th- there was already a winner. So, um, we're not getting oh. free tickets today, but he has tickets to the next game. So we'll see if he if he contacts me, we may be giving away more Kings tickets, which is always fun. Okay, I love that. Right? Yeah. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention: a um, lot of fun events this weekend. Right? We're all about the fun right. events. Uh, right. it, it's the opening. Uh, the opening of the latest experience at Esmoa, uh, El Segundo Museum of Art, experience number 39 called Eat. And it, it opens, I don't know if it's today or tomorrow, uh, but they had the opening reception last weekend. And I, I, it's invitation only, so that's why I don't post right. it on my website. But uh, I, I, I go to most of the openings there. And um, mm-hmm. it's another it's another goodie. It's another mm-hmm. good show. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, what they're doing there is phenomenal. Uh, what what they've done for the city of El Segundo is phenomenal. Uh, Saturday right. night, streets are packed. All the restaurants are packed. Uh, the museum right. was packed, you know, and then overflow. Uh, but this one is all about food. Um, all aspects of food: cooking food, growing food. And a whole bunch of different artists, you know, um, some famous names, mm-hmm. uh, contemporary and antiquity. Uh, so, so there mm. was a whole range of of pieces on display, um, and and you know, some of them you just can't figure out. You know, some mm. of them are some of them, some of them are, are easy, and other ones you just can't figure out. And they have those little uh, tablet uh, stands in a couple of locations. Yeah. So when you see something and you're looking at, and everything is numbered. So you say you're looking at number 12 and you want to know more, you go over to the tablet and you, and there's, you know, all in there, you put in number 12 and it brings up the information, mm-hmm. the artist, when it was done, some information on it. But there are a lot of interesting pieces in that show. Um, I will mention one just because mm-hmm. everybody, everybody, including my, the group I was with, Literally, you're standing in front of it, and your mouth hangs open. It, it was a mm-hmm. video of uh, food porn, I guess is the best way to put it, or food mm. erotica. Um, mm-hmm. th- yeah, yeah, uh, jelly donuts, uh, <laughs> peaches, um, mangoes, bananas, 
uh, and all you see is the fruit, and there's a hand manipulating fruit. Yeah. Yeah. Really interesting. I actually posted a little clip of it from uh, on my Facebook page uh, when I got home Saturday night. Uh, but it's so interesting to see the different takes on food. Mm. Um, but yeah, so that's that's now it's it'll be on exhibit for a couple of months. Uh, highly, highly recommend everybody going to see it. Well, that's fantastic. I love uh, what they do there. Um, we uh, just every time we go there, we we have a wonderful experience. And uh, everyone, do you think there's still people that haven't been? Of course. <laughs> yes, yeah, no, absolutely. Yes. Well, you know, it's funny because as I said, I get invited to the to the openings. You know, every time they have one, and I always uh, reply yes and put me down for four tickets because. Uh, it's, it's kind of a date t- date night for John and I, and I and we invited another couple yeah. to come with us. Yeah. And every single yeah. every single couple uh, now this has been going on for years. Every single couple that comes with us, first time they've been there. Right. Right. Every single time. That's that's people just uh, our lives are busy. Um, it's uh, if, you know young families forget about it, but. Uh, um, as you get older, you know you have your children to help and and communicate with and whatever's well, going on. You know, JB and I, you know, we don't have kids, so most of the yeah. couples we hang out with either don't have children or their kids are grown. Um, yeah. So so, and this couple that we went with Saturday, they live in North Manhattan Beach. You know, <laughs> there's like a stone throw from El Segundo. Um, but yes, yep. I'm not kidding. Every single couple we have, we've gone to these events. It was the first time for everyone. They're like, this is so great. I didn't know this was here. And I'm like, what, you don't read my weekend guide. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah. I had that, I had that same conversation with my good friend, Missy, um, a couple of weeks Mm -hmm. ago at the poker tournament. Um, it was at the 900 club. Yeah, yeah. Um, I had gone to an event like a week earlier. Oh, it was the um, the battle, the youth battle of the bands that the Redondo Beach Police Department hosted. Yes. Uh, at yes. at the Performing Arts Center, um, I I had gone over that. The bands were fantastic. I mean, it, it was so much fun. And I was and and I no, I didn't bring it up. She brought it up. She goes, Oh yeah, I saw on your Facebook page that you went that the Redondo Beach. PD hosted. She goes, I wish I had known about that. I would have gone to that. I said, you don't read my weekend guide? You don't look at my website? Mm-hmm. I'm like, it's there. You know, These are my good friends. Mm-hmm. These are my good friends. I'm just saying. So, anyway. <laughs> yeah, anyway. So, oh, and by the way, speaking of the poker tournament, did I mention that I got it, I made it to the final table and I came in sixth overall? Did I mention that? Did, it, did I tell everybody that? No, sixth, did you say? Yeah. Yeah, it was the first time I made it wow. to the final table at that tournament. Um, yeah. I've, I've gotten to the yeah. second to last table because the, the the final table of ten, all all ten win, yeah. winners, you you get a bag, a prize. You know, you get a swag bag and some right. and some prizes and stuff. Uh, so just right. making it to the final t- table is cool. Um, and this was the first time I did that this year, and and I came in sixth. My friend Missy came in third. Uh, we had <laughs> us two ladies mm-hmm. representing at the table. Yeah, it was exciting. Fantastic. And mm. so well, speaking who, of what when we arrived, when you know, we check in, they give you your table number and it turns out Missy mm-hmm. and I were at the same table. 
and we don't like to play mm-hmm. at the same table. We'd much rather be at different tables than end up at the last table together, but we don't want to play mm-hmm. against each other. Um, mm-hmm. And who, guess, guess who else was at our table? Who? I mentioned him earlier. Domo. <laughs> Domo. Uh, really? Domo Cruz? Really? Right, right. Yeah, Greg was at our table, wow. so he walked in. And I said hello to him. I said, what table are you at? And he was like, I'm at this table. I'm like, oh, it's like everybody everybody cool is at this table. <laughs> That's interesting. That's very interesting. I mean, um, what was the play like? Can you can you characterize it as, as uh, tough play or friendly? Um, well, it's it's a fundraising event for Next Step. Right. Um, right. And several – well, the the founder of Next Step, Yanni, was there, and and Next Step works with uh, uh, quadriplegics and paraplegics, mm-hmm. and so they have they have somebody from Next Step at every table. So there's somebody in, in a wheelchair at every table. So so you've got some Next Step people, and apparently a lot of these guys in wheelchairs really like to play poker because they're good. <laughs> um, and then you have. <laughs> So then you have their friends, you know, family and friends that want to support them. It's at the 900 Club in Manhattan Beach, so you get 900 Club members, um, you know, and, and other friends in support. Um, they, you know, they have sponsors, you know. So, so it's and then you have the ringers, you know. There, there, there are poker players that come from near and far to play these games, you know. So, right. So it's it's serious. It's not. It's not goofball poker. It's it's the real thing. And as with anything, there are some very aggressive players. Um, we, we always have a few newbies. You know, there are always a few people mm. there, like, you know, Guy's mom that doesn't really play poker, but, you know, she wants to, she wants to, you know, participate. And you'll, so you'll have, you know, the little old lady from Pasadena maybe sitting at your table, not sure how much the chips are, or she's not sure if she should, you know, but, but generally those people get weeded out pretty fast. Right. Right. And then, and then it's, right. and then it's just the sharks and it's just the sharks. <laughs> what was your best hand? Uh, I think my best hand was, I had a full house. Uh, mm. what I have, I, I had a pair of sevens in my hand and I think, and three, three Kings or what did yeah. I have a, I can't. It was a full house. It was seven and kings. I had. Okay. What else did I have? I had. I had a. My actually, my first hand was a pair of aces. <laughs> yeah. I, I I actually won the first two hands at my table. But anyway, yeah. So as I, as as people get knocked out and the and the and they start combining the tables. Um, as I said, it's just the sharks that are left. My friend Missy, she's a, she's a total mm. shark. I guess I'm. I guess I'm officially a shark now too. <laughs> yes, I would think so. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fantastic. So, um, fantastic. Well, I don't even we know why did you bring that months. up. Oh, what? we were just. Told, I'm sorry. I was wondering why I even brought up that poker game, but I don't know. Anyway, oh, because oh, Greg was at well, the table with. That. Greg was there. Yeah. We have a huge month coming up with one of the biggest events ever to hit the South Bay in terms of uh, live music. And I'm so excited. It's not, it's not this, this month. Great. It's not this month. It's not this month. No. May. Next month. Oh, I'm sorry. May. It's May. I keep thinking, oh, it's just next month. No, no, no. You're right. May. 
So a no, couple but we months wanted ago. To, yeah, we wanted to mention you're talking you're talking about Beach Life Festival. Um, just right. last week, single day tickets went on sale um, mm. because prior to that, they were just uh, selling the package, the three day. You buy three day pass. Mm-hmm. It was like two hundred. or something. And I guess Mm -hmm. putting out the tickets for sale in waves. I can't remember. They they have a name for it. I can't remember what they call it. They're dropping tickets. I don't know. There's a certain term they use for it. And they they Mm -hmm. did the three-day passes. And just last week, they they announced that they're now doing single-day passes. Mm -hmm. So... Tell us about Beach Life. Tell us, tell us about Beach Life. They got quite the lineup, I hear. Well, I, you know, I think what really is um, beyond the the lineup, and I'm going to talk about the lineup, but I think it's the genesis of the of the of this whole concept that we have professional local promoters of live music, uh, and they are now branching out to do some really, you know, I would say these are as pro as they get. These are, these are the big names. These are, what do you, what do they say? A-list players. Um, um, for the longest time, we could all go uh, just about any night of the week to um, some local clubs and hear live music. But for the longest time, really, um, I think uh, they've been. Uh, I'm sorry. What's what's the name of the club there on uh, Saint, PCH? Saint Rock, Saint, Saint, Rock, Saint Rock, Saint Rock, Saint Rock, and Alan Sanford, who produced for ten years the free concerts on the beach in Hermosa. They have been bringing people into Saint Rock that have been, you know, just phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal. Um, not always the big, you know, obviously not arena, uh, what am I saying, arena stadium level players, but, you know, fantastic players from other eras come through there and uh, up and coming players. But now I think Alan just decided that he wanted, he's got a team around him and they wanted to do something bigger. And uh, he's no longer doing uh, the, the beach concerts here in Hermosa. So they decided to create a new, completely new venue, beachlifefestival.com. You can find out more at beachlifefestival.com. And what Alan has put together, you know, people are still amazed. May 3rd, 4th, and 5th, three days, uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, May 3rd, 4th, and 5th. You start off with the... uh, the first day, Friday, and it's kind of, uh, it's Bob Weir, you know, from uh, Grateful Dead fame, and uh, his crew, Bob Weir and Wolf Brothers, and a number of other people that are huge, As the Crow Flies and Steel Pulse. So this Bruce Hornsby and the Noisemakers, I mean, this is really a huge day of music at the beach um, in our beloved Seaside Lagoon. It's going to be you know, fantastic. It's, they're going to have, it's not just going to be Seaside Lagoon, it's also going to be the Ruby's parking lot. And they're planning no. on having two main stages. Um, so, oh. so the Ruby's parking lot will be fenced off, you know, to, to the general public. 
So it, it, right. it's, it's going to be a, a huge area, two different stages. Um, it's really right. interesting. You know, there's a reason why events like Coachella take out, place out in the middle of nowhere, you know, because, mm-hmm. you know, they bring in, you know, 100,000 people. Um, right. and, and you have, you have to have the infrastructure to support that kind of people, you know? So, so those big, right. big, uh, music festivals that take out in, in the middle of the desert or wherever there, you know, there's a reason for it. So this is going to be interesting because this is happening in the Harbor, uh, for three days. Yeah. Yeah. The infrastructure, and, uh, what? Well, I'm just thinking that they're using the whole Ruby's parking lot. That's a lot of parking spaces. Right. So, right. um, yeah, I would imagine they're going to have to have a shuttle service from one of the high schools or, or someplace, mm-hmm. you know, to bring people in. Uh, you know, I, I, I can't imagine Harbor Drive will be open to traffic, you know, because right. it's tight down there. So I don't know, but I, right. I, I, I'm very, I'm very excited to see how this goes. And apparently, the city signed a 10-year contract with with Alan Sanford from St. Rock. So, um, hmm. so I mean, hey, easy for us, man. We can ride our bikes down, right? Right, 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 right. Everyone that's local uh, will, I think, get the message that driving is just going to be a very, very difficult thing. Um, you're going <laughs> to want to find a different way to get there. Of course, Uber and Lyft um, will work. But then comes Saturday. And in terms of the lineup, it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger um, although lots and lots of other, you know, like I mentioned Bruce Hornsby, but lots of other, uh, named acts on Friday, but Saturday, the headliner is Brian Wilson, founding member of the Beach Boys, um, Jason Mraz, uh, the Violent Femmes, Dawes, Chevy Metal, Chevy Metal, I think is going to, uh, and Everclear, I don't understand how they can get Everclear because they're they're a stadium band. Um Everclear, it's gonna be... Everclear Everclear played at um didn't they play at the Hermosa Beach concert? Was it last year or the year before? Right. I think Wasn't that's that right. Yeah. 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 They're they're gonna be big and uh bring a lot of fans and uh of course the big news Sunday, Willie Nelson and family. And mm-hmm. Ziggy Marley, uh, Bob mm-hmm. Marley's son, uh, is just going to be huge. Uh, Grace Potter, uh, I don't know her as as well, but then Blues Traveler, I know very well, and they are fantastic. Uh, they're going to be there. Big Head Todd and the Monsters. So Sunday with Willie Nelson and family is, you know, that's absolutely A-level. Um, there's no question about it. Um, we're we're on the map, Jackie, as a concert yeah, and, destination. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. I think I think they said they're <laughs> expecting something like twelve thousand people a day, something like that. Um, right. Yeah, it's right. gonna be gonna be big. I mean, I, I really hope it goes off without a hitch. You know. Um, you know I'm all about the big events. I love, I love I love the big events. You know, big events that bring everybody out. It's great. Yeah. So. And I love it when you say that. Yeah. I. I. We certainly hope that it it goes off without any. Um, big problems. Okay, that's fine. But 
uh, going off without a hitch is not possible. I don't think. Yes, true, true. You have to you have to manage expectations. Uh, but as we yeah. mentioned, single <laughs> are on sale now. It's less than a hundred bucks. I can't remember if it's it's like I think it's ninety mm-hmm. something a day, ninety four dollars mm-hmm. for a single day pass or something like that. And uh, so yeah, so that's in May. We have that to look forward to. Yeah. Uh, you know, get your tickets now. You know. They're 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 putting out tickets in waves. As I said, they already did the three day passes. Now they're they've released the single day passes. So uh, go online uh, hashtag Beach Life Festival and uh, and get right. your tickets. It's gonna be big. It's gonna be big. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Um. So one other what? thing we wanted to mention today. Uh, next Tuesday is election day for a few South Bay cities, uh, Redondo right. Beach, Manhattan Beach, Palisades Estates um, are having elections next Tuesday. Um, we know that Redondo Beach is a all mail-in ballot. So you're not going to go to your polling place if, you, if you're a voter in Redondo Beach. You, you, you would have already gotten your ballot in the mail you got to fill it out. Mm-hmm. you got to mail it in. It has to be postmarked for fifth. Mm-hmm. So, but why wait? Why wait till the last minute, right? Do it now. Fill out right. your ballot now and drop it in the mail. Right. Right. Um, I have mine ready to go. The rest of the family is gathering theirs. So we're going to drop ours well, in you, the mail you, soon. Soon. You really wait until the last minute, aren't you? Uh, it's sitting by the door, ready to go. Okay. <laughs> fill it out. Get everybody to fill them out and uh, get them in the mail. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and Manhattan Beach and, and PV will – you can either mail-in ballot. Like, you know, every election, you know, you can do an absentee ballot. Um, but they have polling places. Uh, Manhattan Beach has right. a whole bunch of polling places. I wasn't able to pull up the map for Palos Verdes polling places. But, uh, you know, it, it's important stuff, you know. There's, right. uh, right, you know, right. there's, there's some very – I know in both Redondo and Manhattan, there's contentious races going on. Um, so, you know, and it'll be interesting to see what kind of percentage of people, you know, actually turn out and vote. Because, it, I don't know, it seems to get less and less every, every election, you know. Mm-hmm. You know? This is, uh, yeah, this is uh, the huge, uh, uh, you know, obviously presidential election season has already begun, but. Um, or other, right? Important for it us never to... ends. Oh no! It never ends. Terrible. No, uh, but but local elections are almost more important. Um, I actually uh, was in Santa Monica last night. Um, saw a very important film. Uh, one of the executive producers is Natalie Portman. Uh, it's called Eating Animals, and uh, I'm excited. <laughs> For people to see it, I'm excited for people to see it. Is it a documentary or? It is. It's a documentary it on the factory farming uh, that is, you know, produces ninety ninety plus percent of our food today. You know what? I prefer to stay in the dark about that. So don't give me any details. <laughs> I, I don't okay. need to know that. I, I want to enjoy my cheeseburger. I don't need to know that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. So for those yeah. people that want to know more, find out eating animals. Find out where you can see it. Uh, it's not going to be at Netflix 
for another month or so because they're still doing theatrical runs in Europe, but it will be after that. So yeah. there you go. Got to meet the director. Well, you know, it's fine. you don't you don't need mm. meat, so you're you're okay, right? You don't you 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 don't need meat. I don't eat meat a lot. No, some yes, shrimp, you know, sea fish, yeah, oh, well, or seafood. That's yeah. seafood, seafood, yeah. So you're a pescatarian. I am, I guess, if you could say that. I am a pescatarian. Uh, pescatarian, yeah. There's vegetarian, pescatarian, vegan. Um, you want to right. know something interesting? Um, mm-hmm. And I don't. You should know this since you're a pescatarian. Um, Ortega 120 has vegan, vegetarian, pescatarian menus. They have mm. separate menus. Oh. That's interesting. Yeah, I I suppose that's that's the easiest way to do it for the client so that they don't have to pick and choose from one menu and try to arrange things and it slows down things. Their own menu then it's easier for the for the server and for the, the it, guest. It, it's Good for them. it's not just and it's not just one or two items. These are full menus. Hmm. Right, right. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, when you yeah. have a menu you can more easily order I think every uh uh I think every restaurant should think about that if they want to provide uh services to vegetarians and pescatarians and others. Also, um we talked a little bit about they had a, a, a round table discussion with the director and other people at the end. They talked about Carl's Junior serving veggie burgers now. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carl's Jr. actually serves a famous star, I guess it's called, with a Beyond Meat burger. Beyond Meat. And Beyond Meat well, is a local uh, El Segundo company. Into it. So so both of her places, I mean, a, a, everybody will be able to find something they can eat on both of her menus. At Hey 19 right. and, uh, and Ortega 120. A lot, of, diff- a lot right. of different options there. I mean... Um, yeah, it's a whole, it's a, it's a brave new world. Hey, look at fast food places are now delivering. Right. I, I, I just right. learned that. I, I, I saw a commercial, uh, Taco Bell, Taco Bell oh. delivers. Yeah. Every, every restaurant delivers now when you look, when you think about the, uh, services yeah, of, Door, uh, DoorDash, uh, DoorDash, Uber Eats. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're all look at they're all fighting for the same dollars, you know. You, you got to make it easier and easier and easier. It's the same thing with all the grocery stores. I remember years ago, it had to be ten years ago at least, maybe maybe more. There was a grocery store home delivery. So it wasn't a particular grocery store. Um, it was right. home Home Fresh or something. I can't remember what the name of it was. And I thought, wow, that seems really convenient. You go, you download the app, you go online, you pick what you want, you put in your credit card number, and the, it was a pretty truck. You know, they had it was a pretty bright truck, and they pull up and they deliver your groceries. I only did that once, I, you know, just to try mm-hmm. it because I like the mm-hmm. you know store. Uh, but now mm-hmm. all the grocery stores have their own delivery service. You don't even have to right. go into the grocery store anymore. You know, which right. I like to do. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I like to right. I, I like to look at what I'm buying, you know. 
you know, particularly, you know, the fresh stuff, your produce and your fruit and your, your meat and seafood. I, I like to see it, you know. And you also get mm-hmm. inspiration. You know, you go over to the butcher and you're thinking about maybe getting a T-bone steak, but you'll see something else there. And you're like, oh, I'll get that instead. I'll get the skirt steak or I'll get the short ribs. Right. So I think, I think yeah, that's just my personal uh, preference. That's all. If oh, you don't, you know, yeah. No, go ahead, go ahead, you go ahead. No, no, I, I was just going to say I think that uh, it, it, with all of the delivery services, people still want and need. I think uh, restaurants are doing very, very well because people still want and need that experience, the restaurant experience. And so there's still a great opportunity there, but it's really tending towards the high end. I mean, you're not finding a lot of, uh, you know, this is a generalization. I mean, I think Denny's is doing fantastic, but you're not finding a lot of lower end restaurants doing very well. It's either the high end restaurants or people are choosing delivery because you can get delivered anything. Let me tell you something. My local pizza place, uh, There, there, are, there are three restaurants right next door to each other. There's a fast food Mexican Casa Playa. There's L&L Hawaiian Barbecue. And there's Padone's Pizza, right? They're all next door to each other. And every right. day, all three of those places are packed. Every day. Mm-hmm. Every day. Mm-hmm. I drive by it all the time. Mm-hmm. I walk by it all the time. Um, they are doing quite well. Um, so, you know, those are, again, more fast food stuff, but they're, they're doing very well. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that I can agree with you. It's, the restaurant, it, it's a tough business. It's a tough right. business. But but since we're speaking about restaurants, I also want to mention Raging Cajun Cafe. Oh, uh, yes. Raging Cajun Cafe and Moonshine Bar um, is celebrating Mardi Gras. Uh, it started Wednesday, yesterday, and it runs through next yeah. Tuesday, Fat Tuesday. Because the following Wednesday is... Uh, Ash Wednesday, first day of Lent. <laughs> right. So Raging Cajun is having live music every night. Uh, they're bringing in Cajun bands there. And, of course, you know, they're going to have the shrimp oils and, you know, the, the king crab and the snow crab and, you know, hurricanes and, you know, those 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 steamy drinks, the skull drinks with the with the whatever the the, the steam coming out of them is, uh, uh, but yeah, that's, so they're having live music. It's all posted on my website. It's in uh, today's weekend guide. Um, so I'm totally going over. I I'm like, okay, Cajun music. I'm there. I'm there. So right. I don't I don't know when. I don't know if I'm going to go Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I may go a couple of days. Um, right. Because there's nothing like Cajun music. I love Cajun music. So. Mhm. Okay. Mhm. Yeah. Raging Cajun that, down that the is, beach. There you go. <laughs> that's one wonderful. I love. Raging Cajun, we're we're looking forward to that. Hopefully, we can do it. With do, you like, do, you like Cajun, do, you, do you like Cajun music? Uh, yeah, I yes, but we are more bluegrass. If okay. I were to categorize okay. it, I mean, I what do I okay. say? I, I okay. say the same thing as the. If it's good, I love it. Good music is yeah. good music. Yeah. Whatever the genre. Well, JB and I. We really love it. I mean, I still have CDs. I mean, I have dozens and dozens of Cajun CDs. I, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I can I can listen to it all day long. And one of these days, one of these days, mm-hmm. I'm gonna learn I'm gonna learn how to play the uh, washboard. 
one of these days. What what is what is this? What would you say is the most exciting thing about Cajun music music to you? I mean, what do you get uh, most excited about? I know for me, it's the the stories behind the bluegrass. Um, just the, the, the wonderful sort of art <clears throat> of story. What do you think? Um, you know, I, I, I can't sit still. It, it, it makes mm-hmm. me move. You know, mm-hmm. e- even mm-hmm. even slow occasion songs, there's something about putting together an accordion, a fiddle, a washboard, uh, and a horn. I, it, it just makes me move. I, I can't sit still listening to it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I, you know something? If you're not familiar with it, you know, look it up online and listen to some of it, and you'll get what I mean. It's uh, I, it's, mm. it's one of my favorite favorite forms of music. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna get some recommendations from you, somebody that you really really like, and I'm gonna listen. Well, no, just go online. Yeah. Just go. Just, just Google. Gener- generically, music. you don't have a you don't have a favorite. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have I have a lot of favorite songs. Um, there are a lot of yeah. traditional Cajun songs that like everybody does. You know, you could listen right. to the same version of "Gimme Cornbread" by you know thirty different people. You know, so so it, you just gotta you just gotta you just gotta you just gotta go out and listen. You just gotta you don't even have to go out. You just have to listen to it. Go on your computer and you can listen to it. <laughs> I think I think okay. I think you and Carrie. I think you and Carrie need to go to Raging Cajun. Pick a night, Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night, whatever. Pick a night and go. Sunday, it's a little earlier. Uh, I think I think the Friday night, Saturday night bands are like like 7 to 9 or 10 or something like that. I think Sunday, it's a little earlier. It's like 5.30 or 7.30 or something. You right. should go check it out. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Well, um, <laughs> that's all I've got for today. Um, this a little this and that, right? Uh, everybody right. go out and vote next Tuesday. And uh, do you have anything else? We can wrap it up a little early today if you want. You know, I'm good. I think um, it's going to be a very exciting uh, uh, weekend coming up, and uh, March is going to be fantastic. I, uh, I'm just, I have to tell you, um, I'm kind of looking forward to political season. Uh, presidential politics is always very exciting for me, and uh, also, what are we doing tomorrow? Oh, we're going to um, – Kelly has arranged uh, Gelson's. It's a uh, Gelson's Give Back event. Um, they're yeah. working with the Manhattan Beach Ed Foundation. Um, so we're going to have, I guess, reps from both Gelson's and MBEF. Um, okay. We'll get all the details from them tomorrow. But Gelson's Good. has made quite the splash, you know. They roll into town. They have the big grand opening, and their whole thing is give back to the community, you know, so – Manhattan Beach has another uh, fine organization that is going to support the community, which is fantastic. And I don't know if you heard, uh, but there's another – It's like I've said this before. It's like a grocery store renaissance. There's another grocery store opening up on Rosecrans in Manhattan Beach called Mother's Market. So, oh, um, and, yeah. and you, got, you got the new Lazy Acres, uh, so new Gelson. So, yeah, it's – you know, I enjoy it. I enjoy when new things come to town. A little change is good, right? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I'm excited about Mother's Market. It looks like they put an awful lot of money into into building out that store. Um, Fresh and Easy was there for a hot minute. 
Um, I'm not sure what the formula was that Fresh and Easy missed, but we'll see if Mother's Market can can um, change that. That you know, and and be more successful. For some reason, Fresh and Easy really failed in in multiple locations. So it wasn't just that one location. It was it was something I, I at think, a higher level. Maybe. I think it was that they didn't give you options. It mm-hmm. was like, you know, if you want this, this is the one. It, it, you know, Americans, we like our options. You can't just put one kind of rice on the shelf. you got to put all the different kinds of rice on the shelf. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I think that I think I right. read someplace that that was the problem, um, as I recall. Um, I only okay. went into one such an easy once or twice. I, it was never. But but you know something? It used to be you could get everything you need at one grocery store. It hasn't been that way for a while. I personally have to go to five different places to get everything I need. You know, right? I mean, I go to right. farms up on the hill. I go to Whole Foods in Redondo. I right. go to Ralph's. I go to Bonds. I go to Costco. Um, you know, I've even wow. I've even driven up to Beach to, to to Gelson's. You know, right? Right. Sometimes it's a name brand. You know, I only buy I only buy my produce and my my meat and seafood at a couple of places. You know, I don't get those every place. Not every not every store has a butcher either. You know, um, right, right. So I go to specific stores for those. But then there are name brand dry good products that I like that I can only get certain places. You know, everybody mm-hmm. people can be particular about their toilet paper, right? Right, right, right. Yeah, absolutely. All right, before before we go any further down that rabbit hole, let's wrap it up. <laughs> All right. Well, that was a great show. I think. Uh, this and that every once in a while, ladies and gentlemen, uh, uh, indicate if you like these. We love doing them. Uh, share this with your friends and family, neighbors. Uh, help us build the audience for our show um, so that we uh, can be rewarded and do more of these and reward you uh, with the best content that we're able to produce Thank you for joining us today, and uh, have a wonderful day. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Thank you, Jackie. Always a pleasure, Joe.